What a game, Laker fam. The Lakers beat the New Orleans Pelicans in overtime, 120-117. Let's get right into it because this was probably one of the most exciting games we have seen in a very long time coming from the purple and gold. Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, I hope you have got a lot to say tonight because my throat actually hurts from screaming. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know when Matt Ryan made that three to send the game to overtime, I screamed as loud as I possibly could. Throat's a little sore, but Dad, what a freaking game tonight. Yeah, Hannah, I'm like exhausted. I couldn't believe what I just watched. I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, as you know, I turned the game off with like three or four seconds to go. Yeah, everyone, my dad turned the game off with when it was, I think, one minute or one second left right before the Lakers and they called the timeout, uh, the, the play before Matt Ryan hit the three. My dad turned the game off and stormed off and I said, excuse me, what are you doing? There's still a second left. And uh, thank God I made you turn the game back on because we would have missed one heck of a finish. Well, what were the odds of that guy missing two free throws? Then Austin Reeves throws a pass from out of bounds all the way across the court to Matt Ryan. It was like Tom Brady throwing a pass. (laughs) And Matt Ryan, you know, hits the three. I mean, it was just unbelievable, Hannah. Very exciting game. And and I was so disgusted when I thought the Lakers were going to lose because they really played well for most of this game, and it would have been a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, the Lakers played, I think you could say, you know, in in terms of some stretches, some of the best stretches of basketball that we've even seen them play in a while, Dad. I mean, defensively, they were locked in. They were making some of their shots. There's obviously a ton of guys who contributed tonight. You know, the Lakers had six players in double figures tonight. We're going to get to that. But, you know, Dad, the, the real key here is the Lakers look like they are getting more comfortable with each other and like they're actually having fun out there. You know, the first few games, they just looked so confused and honestly miserable. And tonight, the game before the last, you know, they looked like they were having so much fun. And that's what we love to see. And I feel like this Lakers team has found their confidence. Yeah, Hannah, we have to give some props to some of the young players here. Lonnie Walker, 28 points on 9 of 17 from the floor, 5 of 9 from three-point range, What a game he had. Troy Brown was outstanding. I think, what did he have, 15 points? He didn't play too much down the stretch. I was a little surprised by that. But, man, he had a great game. Uh, You know, Austin Reeves, again, uh, the stats don't show it, but this guy's always around when when the game is on the line and when something big needs to be done. Um, And it was a weird game because LeBron and AD both seemed out of sorts. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys, the reason that we won this game tonight was because of our role players, like our previous win. You know, like you mentioned, Dad, Lonnie Walker, 28 points tonight. He had some absolutely unbelievable dunks, some unbelievable three-point shots made uh, tonight. He was actually, like you mentioned, 9 for 17 from the floor, 5 for 9 from three-point range. And then Troy Brown Jr., 15 points and 10 rebounds, Dad. I mean, I don't know why he didn't play uh, that much down the stretch because, I mean, he had an unbelievable game for us. And then, Dad, you know, you mentioned, obviously, LeBron and AD. I think LeBron wasn't feeling his best tonight, uh, but still, you know, put on a show when we needed him. He delivered 20 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and Dad, Anthony Davis tonight was was really good, 20 points and 16 rebounds. Yeah, and 4 assists and 4 blocks, Hannah. 
quite a game from AD. And again, it was kind of a quiet game for AD and a quiet game for LeBron, but all the other guys, you know, that's what we were saying before. If the Lakers are going to have any success this year, the, the role players have to step up, and they're really playing pretty well, Hannah. I mean, Troy Brown and, uh, and Lonnie Walker, I think, are both 23 years old, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, these are young guys who look like they've got some real promise. Oh, definitely. I think that's what makes it so exciting, you know. And that's why I like when, you know, Lon- I like that Lonnie Walker is now starting. I like that we're kind of having some of our, obviously, you know, our veterans in LeBron and AD and Russ, but then we're also kind of inserting our younger guys in the mix as well because it, it makes it so much more exciting to watch. You know, we're so fast getting down the court. We saw, you know, Lonnie Walker have some unbelievable highlight dunks tonight. I mean, it makes it so much more exciting and fun to watch. We've got those, those high-energy, high-flyer guys. Yeah, Hannah, I think we have to talk about Russell Westbrook, don't we? I mean, he's always the one everybody's talking about. Now, look, Russ had another strong game off the bench. Um, you know, he really came in, did his thing for a while. He was really carrying the team. In the first half, AD and LeBron were really sort of uh, out of sorts, and, and Russ really played well. What did he finish with, Hannah? So, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, Russ in the first half, he got most of his points in the first half. He really kind of carried us in that first half, honestly. Uh, But he finished the game with 13 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds. And, Dad, you know what's so funny is, you know, the media has just been so hard on Russ the last, you know, year or so. And now all of a sudden... If you look on Twitter right now and you look all over Bleacher Report and ESPN, they're saying, you know, Russ is going to be sixth man of the year. And, you know, this is the key to, you know, the Lakers is having him come off the bench. It's it's so funny how fast the media turns. But, you know, listen, it's definitely looking like Russ coming off the bench, like we both said for a while now, is the best fit for this purple and gold team. And I think Russ is buying into it more because he's seeing that he's definitely playing much better at that role. Yeah, he was really, really good in the first half. Now, Hannah, I think we have to point out something I think is maybe fairly significant. Russell Westbrook was not in the game in the fourth quarter down the stretch, I don't believe, and he did not play in overtime. The coach went with other players. So, you know, that's relatively significant, too. Yeah, he went with uh, Patrick Beverly instead and Austin Reeves. So I'm curious to see what Russ's, you know, mindset is after the game because I'm sure a big selling point to him in coming off the bench was, you know, listen, come off the bench to start, but you'll definitely be finishing the game. But, Dad, as we all know, no matter what game, what type of game Russ is having, he could be having the best game of his career. Unfortunately, it uh, always seems to be that in the, the fourth quarter and late in the game, he makes those kind of bonehead plays. So maybe the coach was, you know, really saving Russ, was saying, listen, man, you had a great game. You know, you're trending on Twitter in a positive way for once and who knows how long. Let's just stay out and let's end it on a high note. But definitely going to be curious to see uh, what Russ's mindset is because very interesting that he did not play in that overtime at all. Yeah, another point that I think was interesting is I thought the Lakers were absolutely brilliant for about three quarters in defending um, Zion Williamson, and particularly in the first half. I mean, They were really locking him up. He was not doing much. But now, of course, in the fourth quarter came and he went crazy and he was unstoppable in the fourth quarter for most of the fourth quarter. But I thought the Lakers on the whole, again, had a very another strong defensive showing tonight. No, I completely agree. You know, the whole honestly, the first three quarters, we were saying to ourselves, you know, man, 
Zion's having a he's having a good game, but he could be going, you know, absolutely crazy. And listen, Zion is such a big, tough guy. He he's one of those guys. He's almost unstoppable, to be honest with you. But you know, the Lakers really did, I think, a great job defending him. Finish with a just twenty seven points, which is you know twenty seven. It's a it's a large amount, but still. Uh, I thought it could have been way, way worse. And I thought for especially three quarters, they did a tremendous job guarding him as well. Can you tell how many he had? In the, I bet almost all of those were in the second half. I don't think he had more than six, eight, ten points tops in the first half. Yeah, I, I can't see right now on the stat sheet, but I think you're right, Dad, because he wasn't doing much in the first half. It really seemed like most of his points uh, came in that fourth, definitely. Yeah, uh, he was unstoppable for most of the fourth quarter. Uh, I never thought I'd hear myself talking about Wayne Gabriel. But I must give him some props, too. You know, uh, obviously, AD can't play the whole game. Somebody else has got to come in. And it looks like Gabriel is the one who's now got the confidence of the coach to come in. Um, and he played pretty well tonight. I mean, he he's a guy who doesn't look like he has any apparent skill, you know. But he somehow manages to get, you know, a key steal here and there, a key rebound here and there, a key block here and there. And I thought he brought some energy tonight, too. Well, I think he's earned the respect of, you know, the coaching staff because of the fact that he plays so hard. You know, he really gives it his all. He's one of those players who gives 110%, especially on the defensive end, every second while he's out there. So I I definitely like Wayne Gabriel. You know, he's obviously not going to score a ton of points. He's not going to do anything too flashy. But he comes in, he gives it his all, and... I think he's been doing a you know a really good job, Dad. Something I do want to talk about a little bit of a, a weird thing I think is the fact that Kendrick Nunn has found himself completely out of the rotation. Didn't play tonight, Dad. I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. What do you think about this? I was just about to mention that, Hannah. I I was shocked to be honest with you. Um, you know, Matt Ryan is out there, and and Patrick Beverly, who really doesn't contribute anything on the offensive end, he was out there. And Kendrick Nunn did not play one minute tonight. I don't know what to make of that. And obviously coming into the season, the Lakers had very high hopes for him. He looked really good for most of the preseason, and it looked like he was going to be a major, major competitor. A lot of people thought he was going to be the starter. But, you know, he has not played well during the season. He hasn't played a lot of minutes, but that's in large part to the fact that he really hasn't played that well on either side of the court. And it looks at this point that he's totally lost the favor of the coaches, at least for the moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it looks like they're obviously going with, you know, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, Austin Reeves, and, you know, for good reason, at least in my eyes, because those guys are really playing well. But obviously very, very strange because I think everyone thought Kendrick Nunn was going to have a, a major role with this team. And obviously in the preseason, he he played really well for us. So very strange. Uh, maybe he's not feeling 100%. I, I don't really know, but we're going to kind of have to uh, see how that develops with Dad. What a game. My throat really hurts. I'm not going to lie. I can like barely talk right now just from screaming so much. I think that game definitely took about five years off my life. But you know what? Lakers now have their first little streak of the season, Dad. Maybe it's only two games, but they definitely look like they got their confidence back, have a little bit more of an idea um, of what they're supposed to be doing out there. And most importantly, they're having fun and they're starting to rack up those wins. So, Lakers fam, I think that is uh, going to be it for tonight's episode. Let me know what you thought of that Matt Ryan three to send the game into overtime. Next up, the Lakers will be taking on the Utah Jazz. That game is going to be Friday at 7.30. Until next time, guys, Laker Hand and Laker Daughter out. Bye, everyone.